0: And welcome. Thanks for being here and listening to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name's Chandra and I'm your host. And I'm excited to be having a chat with you and looking forward to seeing, I guess, what comes out of my mouth in regard to the topic we're exploring today. Because sometimes that's a little bit how these these podcast episodes can go. (laughs) But before we get into today's topic... I want to do a really quick shout out to two people who have recently done a rating and a review for this podcast and I can tell you I was so excited when I saw them that they were there. So this shout out goes to Totes Fit and Glenazar, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Totes Fit, thank you so much for saying that you've been finding the podcast insightful and empowering amongst other things that you said. Um, that's really awesome. I really appreciate you sharing that feedback. And Glen you mentioned that you're a, a relatively new listener. So welcome to the Transit Lounge and thank you so much for your lovely feedback and your five-star rating. I just really wanted to say thanks as... You know, doing this podcast was something that I thought about for a really long time. You know, I probably really procrastinated about more than thought about uh, doing it. I just didn't know, you know, what I would want to say exactly. And I didn't know if anyone would listen or get any kind of value from it. So when I finally just got on with it last year, now doing the podcast uh, coming up to almost 50 episodes, uh, getting your reviews and ratings are kind of just, I guess, a little burst of feedback and reassurance that the time and the effort is worth it. So a really big fat thank you to uh, you for providing the latest reviews and thank you in advance if today is the day that you're going to do a rating and review. All right, on we go. So today's episode is all about career reinvention. And if you've listened for a little while, then you'll know that this is a topic and something that is a big part of what I'm passionate about and a big part of what I love to work on with my clients. And I guess that's partly because of my own career history and my multiple career reinventions. I remember when I left radio, I became a little bit of an advocate for encouraging other people that were in radio to get out and do something else. If they weren't enjoying it, if they were enjoying it, then great. But there were people that I you know, knew that felt maybe a little stuck and not sure what to do next. And I came a bit of a um, cheerleader, if you like, for um, people making some time and effort into reinventing what they could do with their time. And, Look, career reinvention can actually take many different forms, but this week I had a couple of different chats with different people from different sources, if you like, uh, that came up that really made me think about some of the aspects of career reinvention that people maybe don't think about or talk about that much. And I think I maybe could be guilty of focusing much more on the, the positives Of career reinvention because I guess I'm on the other side of it but I think that it is actually important to talk about it and these conversations that I had this week really I guess brought that top of mind for me. So earlier this week uh, at one of the workshops I was running in Sydney there was a a guy who was there who's been running a, a small business for a few years and he apparently he shared this week that he's recently decided to step out of that business and He's in that really interesting place of, it's like a little cocktail of excitement about the new possibilities, I guess, a bit of anticipation about what it's going to be and what I would describe as complete discombobulation. I love that word. It it is, I don't even know where I first heard it, but ever since I first heard it, I just love it. Discombobulation. I'm feeling discombobulated. It means apparently to confuse or uh, upset or frustrate, something like that. Anyway, that's the space that this guy was in and I could see it and I could recognize it because I've been there before, I guess. And then separate to that, I also had another conversation with someone who is a little bit further along in her path of career reinvention. But she also was sharing a few things that you know, led me to want to share with you a little bit more uh, of an open look, I guess, at what I'm referring to as the darker side of career reinvention. Because I think it's important, because otherwise, if you're considering career reinvention, you're not going to be getting a fair insight into what's ahead for you. And you can just get caught up in all the pretty lights and the imagination of the great fantasies of what's on the other side. And then you get a really pretty rude shock along the way. So I want you to feel like you've got a reasonable insight to help you make informed decisions about what's right for you and what to expect. And I was thinking that it's a bit of a comparison and I'm probably going to be making a bit of a stretch here with this comparison so I guess just forgive me and I'm not trying to offend anyone but I think of it as a bit like when people have a baby and once they've had the baby that's when they start talking about all the icky things that that no one ever told them about childbirth and parenting because it was all about the glossy brochure of how amazing the experience is and all of that kind of thing. And so I don't want you to feel like you're just getting the glossy sales pitch of career reinvention from me and then you suddenly just wake up in hell. So a couple of examples for you of conversations that I've had and the elements that they brought up that I think are part of the the uglier side of career reinvention. So one is actually a story or a conversation that I had with a friend who was talking about someone that she used to work with, and someone that uh, I think has been out of work for uh, two or three years, something like that. And what can happen is that when you've been out of work, uh, particularly I've observed when women are out of work because they're focusing on raising children, that that time where they start to look at re-entering the workforce can actually be very discombobulating. There's uh, an an element, and part of that was coming through in the conversation I was having with my friend about her having completely lost her own sense of confidence, really having lost the ability to see the value that she has to offer, or importantly, how to articulate that to others in both, I guess, her online presence and also in uh, applications and things like that for roles. And when you're in that questioning zone and and that lack of confidence, that can have a massive impact on your actions and your progress, what you do or you don't do to get you out of that space. So I think that's something that's really important to be aware of, that that lack of confidence and that questioning is very real for a lot of people. And the conversation that I had with the guy at the workshop earlier this week, who's He wanted this change and now what's happened is because the word on the street is that he's potentially available, he's now being offered some opportunities from other businesses and other, I guess, roles Um, but he hasn't really processed what he actually wants and I think that there's a risk here and that's part of what I've, I've sort of flagged or raised with him. There's a risk when you're in that zone that you jump really quickly into something else but I feel like and I said had this conversation with him that you want to make sure that you don't just I guess launch into something that gets offered to you and I encouraged him to really take advantage of this time to not just rush in to something just because it's what somebody else wants him to do that often people will want you to plug their holes their problems that they've got especially if you're someone who's seen as creative and really competent but in your own avoidance of some of the dark sides of the reinvention which he's starting to feel already is that you can miss out on the gift of this time And, you know, I could see him in how he was talking about these opportunities or this one in particular, it would would be in a completely different industry. It would probably involve him needing to do some study uh, in his own time. And I could see the temptation for him to just go, oh, okay, I'm going to go do that now. And look, for some people that might be right, but I could just tell that he was sort of seeing that as like, oh, well, it's there and I may as well do it." it. And it could be fun or whatever his assessment was but the reality is that's jumping too soon and there's a quote that links to that concept which is build your own dreams or someone else will hire you to build theirs and that is by someone called Farah Gray whoever that is so this and this conversation is not just about you wanting to work for yourself or starting your own business even though that may well be what you want to do Your dreams could also be about a role where you are employed and if that is the case, you are being employed, then you want to make sure that it's whatever you're doing is a vehicle for you to express who you are and to bring the best of who you are to what you do, that you're not just plugging a hole for someone else and you're not just doing that to avoid feeling all of the uncomfortable things that people often feel when they are on that transition time I guess between what they used to do and what they're going to do next. Because career reinvention is happening more and more in my opinion and also there's a lot of research that shows that people are generally moving on from roles far more quickly than ever before. But essentially it's a career reinvention is when you get to a point where you're not just questioning if you're doing the right thing in your work life, because that's a whole phase of itself where you start to explore and you're you're feeling a bit uncomfortable, but you're starting to do the initial exploration and thinking, but you're kind of past that stage and you're now at the stage of knowing that you're not doing what it is that you want to be doing and you're wanting something else and you're doing something about it. That's a different phase. And the time that people will spend in those different phases will vary from person to person. And in actual fact, many people never get out of that stage of doing something that they're not happy with for work and actually doing something about it. They just stay feeling unhappy and they are either they wait for the universal boot to kick in where someone else makes the decision for you in one way or another, or they just stay in a role doing something that makes them really unhappy for most of their life. Boo, that doesn't sound very fun at all. And you, hopefully, you want and I believe that you deserve more than that. And it can also apply to your own business. So you might not be employed, you might be self-employed or have your own business and you can still get to the point where there's time for a career reinvention where what you've been doing in your business also isn't serving you anymore and it's time for a pivot or an upgrade or a redirection some kind of reinvention so regardless of whether you're employed or self-employed in your own business it can get to a point where you've been thinking about maybe needing to make a change or wanting to make a change but when you get past that thinking stage you can get to the point where you decide and that can actually be quite a buzz that point where you make the decision of yep yeah, that's it i'm going to do something different and either you you know uh, resign from your job or you start doing something that really pushes you in that direction what i think can happen is that there's a bit of a adrenaline kick that that kicks in and you get all excited about the possibilities ahead and how great it's going to be but i'm sorry to burst your bubble it's not all hearts and unicorns and flowers and fairy floss Because most people don't just effortlessly drift or flip from one great successful career or business straight into a magical new land of happy dancing and everything just being onwards and upwards without, you know, skipping a beat. That doesn't happen for most people. And it can actually be one of the most uncomfortable, challenging and deeply unsettling times that you will face. Which is why so many people choose to stay just being unhappy rather than face and go through that dark night of their own heart and soul and questioning, which sounds very deep, I know. But the reality is that you get to a point where you're on the cusp between just thinking about not being happy and doing something about it. And at that point, that's where a lot of people bail out because they start to get a glimpse of how uncomfortable it is. And so they hold back. But I'm here to tell you, yes, I want to be honest with you about the the bad and the ugly bits of career reinvention. And I also want to reassure you that it's worth it on the other side. So let's just jump into the bad and the ugly bits that don't really necessarily get talked about or focused on that much when you're all kind of jacked up and excited about starting something new. So there's three things that I want to highlight that... um, you know, I think are kind of the dark side of career reinvention. Uh, and the first one is about the the risk and the dark side of um, doing what that guy I mentioned in, earlier in the workshop was on the cusp of doing, of jumping straight from what you're doing now into something else just because it's offered to you. So the guy that I spoke to uh, has been offered something new, something very different the new workplace has been encouraging him and about how great it is and stroking his ego a bit about how easy it will be for him and you know how much money he'll be making and all that kind of thing. And you know what? It might be all of those things. But the question is, is it actually what he wants for himself? And that's the question I posed to him. And I could see that me asking him that question actually had quite a big impact on him because I don't know that he'd allowed himself to consider that it was almost like and this is the trap that you can fall into is you've made a leap or half a leap and you start to feel nervous uncomfortable out of your comfort zone and then some lifeline gets thrown with this new shiny opportunity you can want to reach for it because it's there and you know that then you won't be in the gap zone anymore you'll be able to say oh this is what I'm doing now and there's a big part of that about what we say to others that we're doing that I think influences how we navigate that transition from the old to the new and this new thing that he's being offered it could be great for him but if he jumps too soon he will never know whether or not that was the direction that actually he would have consciously chosen for himself or if he's just taking it because it's a get out of jail free card. I think that when people do that it's a form of hiding and yes I know that sometimes finances can be an issue where you can't afford although I don't like to use that language you know some people would say that I um, need to be earning money and so I have to find something straight away so that could be a reality But in which case, I think looking at something as a transit role or a transit project could actually work really well if you are being strategic and conscious about this is not something that I'm seeing as my dream job or career or next thing. This is a great rebound role, for example. And so I think, you know, with that example with the guy that I spoke with, I think that by posing the question of, well, actually you've got this great opportunity right now, why would you want to just plug somebody else's hole of a problem that they've got without considering whether or not it's at least in the direction that you want to go because otherwise you're just delaying and you'll end up in doing a big loop, ending up right back where you currently are. So that's one of the dark sides of career reinvention of just giving into the temptation of jumping straight into something because it's been offered. Another conversation that I had around this was uh, with a woman who she is a little bit further along the pathway in her reinvention, but she recognized that when she was making a change, she just said yes to everything. And sometimes I think that can be good because it opens up the sense of possibilities. But she also recognized that partly she was doing it because she was avoiding actually thinking about what she really wanted to do. And, and that what that meant was that she wasted a bit of time doing a whole lot of stuff that she didn't really love that delayed her from just getting on with the work that she actually really wanted to do. So be on the lookout if you are reinventing for that temptation to just jump straight into something new. The second thing that I want to highlight that absolutely Is something that kicks in at some point when you are making the leap is that you start to question yourself. You start to undermine your own credibility with questions that are not helpful. So you start to regard that you have no skills or no transferable skills, that what you've been doing is really fine for that industry, but How else would you use them? Who else would care that you don't actually have any value to offer any other role or industry? And that probably you're never going to be hired again. Now, I know this might sound a little bit melodramatic, but I remember instances where I have been in that space of either applying for jobs many, many, many years ago and not getting any kind of response, not even not getting the job, but not even getting acknowledgement of them receiving the application, it can be so frustrating and upsetting and it can make you start to question yourself and what you're capable of. So you need to be on the lookout for that and maybe put some work into trying to objectively summarise for yourself what are the skills that you do have, what are the things that you can contribute to different teams or organisations? What are the things that you see as where you've added the highest value in different projects you've worked on in the past or um, roles that you've had? To try to counterbalance, to almost have like a little love list that when you notice these dark questions coming up, that you've got something to remind yourself of great feedback that you've received in the past from either clients or from your leaders or, or managers in your team. To remind yourself, hey, I do actually have skills and value to offer and you can use that to pacify that nasty voice in your head that unfortunately is going to start to pipe up when things start getting a bit unfamiliar and a little bit uncomfortable. The third thing that I just want to flag so that you can be on the lookout for it during a career reinvention is The reality that in most instances, when you go from one thing to a new thing, you are going to have an element of feeling like you are starting all over again, that you're starting from scratch. Even though you're not really, you can have that feeling back at ground zero, starting from scratch all over again. And you know what? That can feel so uncomfortable. Going from being the king of the hill in your old role. So I'm imagining that, you know, in whatever you were doing before, you can be feeling like, you know, you know the answers or you know how to find them or figure them out. You know how things work, where things are. You have a high level of comfort about just getting on with things. And when you are transitioning into something new, you can totally feel like the new kid at school. And that feeling can be something that makes you feel really, really vulnerable. And if you've been a high achiever in your role, that feeling of vulnerability is going to be unfamiliar and very unsettling. And what can happen is it can show up in different ways for different people. It can be things like avoiding conversations or uh, avoiding making connections that could actually help you. Even little things or little actions can get blown out of proportion in your mind in order to kind of hold you back and protect you because you're feeling so vulnerable on so many levels. And an example of that was a client that I worked with late last year who was wanting to transition from one industry into a very new, different industry. And there were some connections that were available for her to potentially talk to, to get some insights about the industry or different organisations and companies as she started to explore what sort of direction she wanted to go in. And and I could see that she was holding back from even taking the smallest steps around that until she felt more confident. And she really didn't need to, you know, do anything else or get any more information. But because of the other vulnerability that she was feeling, she was almost overcompensating these other areas so this stuff is real and I have been through it and have felt it all myself and I have seen it and work with a lot of my clients as they face these demons and so I don't want you to not know that these things are real and I want you to know that they are totally normal and they happen to the vast majority of people who make some kind of leap or some kind of reinvention There's a great deal of our identity that often gets caught up and attached and overlapped with what we do for work. So when you make a big shift around that, it's normal to expect that things are going to feel out of whack and really uncomfortable and that can be a bit scary. So I'm sharing this with you so at least you know that if they start to show up, that you don't start making it mean something that it doesn't mean, that you know that it's just part of this kind of obstacle course that you need to navigate if you're going to play this game of reinvention but if you know me you will know that I do not want this to be a you know a downer mood kill kind of podcast episode so I do want to finish the episode by reminding you of what's on the other side of all that murky uncomfortable icky stuff so if on the other side of career reinvention there is a whole lot of Dark ugly stuff. On the other side of the dark ugly stuff is really, really good stuff. Days where you will feel super busy and you will feel so happy and so grateful and so proud of what you do. Where you can be in a role or a situation where you can really quickly and easily see how you can really help someone or achieve an outcome that means something. A friend and a past client of the CEOU program has just started relatively recently in a new role. And this is a a big senior role in an organization that has been struggling and, and needs a lot of help. So she started a few weeks ago and she's been working hard and she feels really great about it. She can see and feel already the value that she is offering the organization. And that's what fighting through the murky, scary, uncomfortable dark forest is for. So that you can get to the other side where you will get to feel like you can stretch your wings, that you can kind of really embrace and own your strengths and all of your past experience, that you can feel like you're growing and you're contributing and really able to bring the best of who you are to what you do. So absolutely, there is bad and ugly, truly uncomfortable parts to career reinvention. But on the other side of that, there's so much good stuff that I believe it's worth it. So I want to leave you with this quote that I found from M. Scott Peck, who was a psychiatrist and was the author of The Road Less Travelled. Here's his quote. Our finest moments are most likely to occur when we are feeling deeply uncomfortable, unhappy or unfulfilled. For it is only in such moments, propelled by our discomfort, that we are likely to step out of our ruts and start searching for different ways or truer answers. So if you are feeling uncomfortable, unhappy, unfulfilled, maybe at any stage this week just know that maybe that is the fuel that you need to step out to get on to your future finest moments i hope you have a great week thanks for listening to the transit lounge if you liked it please do me a favor and leave a review so i can keep doing more episodes for you and come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.